If you like cartoony Italian plumbers, you're in the right place. Invento Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode 437. It is the 11th day of April, and I have three co-hosts sitting in front of me. How are you guys doing this evening? Steve, um, you are looking fine tonight. Are we really in front of you? I mean, I need to know what direction you're facing if we're going to go this route. (laughs) Uh, You're actually... I I mean, if, if you're facing, like, west... No, if you're facing northwest and I'm facing oh southeast, I oh might my actually God. be in front of you. <laughs> Steve. Uh, where, where is this going? I didn't know where it was going, but if I knew where it was going, I would have taken it somewhere else and we would have hey, gone there. You started it, actually. <laughs> uh, Justin, how are you doing tonight? I got nothing to follow that. I am as, as flabbergasted as the facing? rest of you. I can finally breathe. I spent the whole weekend with a sinus infection, so that was fun. And then my face <laughs> swelled up. I think I shared a picture with you guys. So you it's did? good to have eyelids again. Yep. Yeah, you've had you've had a lot of symptoms, uh, I guess, this last week. So I'm glad you're coming out of them. But uh, last but not least, Lucas, you're you're looking a little different tonight. Yeah, I know. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> He's got um, the whole two-faced thing am, going. He's like... I, I am in front of you, Eugene. I spent the entire week without a sinus infection. My face was not swollen. Um, everything's cool. I like that. Uh, hey, I'll take it. I will take that. So, yeah, um, before we get started, we are going to um, run the show a little bit different tonight. We're going to start with a roundtable. So we got a cool topic to talk about um, here after a minute. But before we get there, we would like to talk to you about our Patreon contest. So um, if you join our Patreon for a dollar or uh, more, then you get entered to win one, uh, three Amiibos. And it's actually really cool, so just you know, join in, if, uh, and then you can uh, join in at a, any, any level, but the dollar will get you that entry. But yeah, maybe join in at the $4 level, and then you can you know, submit some choices for the Nintendoons. So yeah, we have a lot of cool tiers that you can join in on. All right, but with that said, um, I don't know if, any, if this is going to make it to the... Um, to the Purdue show people, but we're actually running a $10 retweet giveaway as well. So if you're listening to us live or anytime before Friday, just go on to our Twitter on at Infendo and retweet that post and then you uh, and follow us and you are entered for a chance to win. All right. So that's enough pre-plugging. Let's get to the uh, post pre-plugging. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyways, I don't know where I'm going with this. We are going to start our roundtable discussion, um, and I guess I'm starting first, so I might as well tell you what we are roundtabling about. I, I guess it's worth saying that, um, kind of spoiler alert, because we are going to be talking about Breath of the Wild today, and I, I think it's fair to say that we're probably going to be getting into spoiler territory, so if you... Um, are the one Switch owner who doesn't yeah. own Breath of the Wild and hasn't or, played it to completion yet. Or Wii U, because there are some Wii U owners out there, including one of our own. That's fair, that's fair. Not me. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, obviously spoiler alert, but like, if you haven't played it yet, 
Play it. It's, play it. Get it's, him. Get him. It's get been some a money year. To play it. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 I mean, I'm 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 always one for definitely giving spoiler alerts and not being spoilery, um, you know, rudely, inconsiderately. But um, yeah, it's been a year, and that's kind of why we're talking about this. Uh, if it, we haven't said what we're talking about, but if you haven't figured it out by now, we're gonna have a little roundtable retrospective on The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Um, the game came out a year and a month ago, but probably about this time last year was when most people were either just finishing it or just really getting into it, depending on how you played the game. <laughs> um, we had our uh, last batch of DLC just a few months ago, and uh, all of us have played through all of that. And um, some of us are still playing the game. In fact, uh... Uh, Lucas, I know uh, you've uh, played played it through at least twice since at, you finished it the at, first time. I've played it through at least three times, and I'm actually going back through my Master Quest playthrough again right now for completion. So, all right, Eugene, <laughs> I know I've seen you popping on the Switch playing some Breath of the Wild uh, past yep. couple weeks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> S- Steve, I don't know what you do. You just play Splatoon and. Yeah, I just games. played Splatoon and Rocket League and indie games. Um, <laughs> I did actually play through the end of the DLC. I don't have all the DLC armor yet. I still need to go back and do that. But I have actually right. completed the story section of the DLC. Right. Sure. Well, um, um, so with that said, I guess, Justin, do you want to be our first person to um, lead us into our roundtable discussion? And then we'll give you the floor here. Uh, sure. How, uh, what's our what's our timer set at so I know how much I have to vamp? <laughs> Five minutes. I'll give you a one-minute warning. How's that? Uh, I might not need that much. Uh, feel free to interject, because otherwise I'm just going to either ramble or have no idea what to say. Hey, <laughs> ramble, and then we'll, we'll each take our turns afterwards. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it amazes me that I'm still playing this game. I mean, it shouldn't, because I really get hooked onto open-world games, but generally once I finish the story, I'm kind of done with it. And even though I um, reach points where I'm like, well, there's nothing left to do here. I've filled in the whole map. I've found all the costumes, you know, all the all the outfits, and I'll, I've done all the DLC except Trial of the Sword. I still haven't done the second and third um, sets of trials yet. I every time I start the second, I fail miserably. So you know, there's still something for me to do, but um. Like, just every... Like, I'll just be sitting, doing something, and suddenly I'll just get an image of an area in the game, or, you know, something that, you know, I haven't done in a long time, and just, like, flashes of memories. Like, and they actually feel like memories. They don't just feel like gameplay to me. It feels like this is a thing that I did. This is a place that I went. And get the urge to want to go back to it. And so, you know, every night, uh, my fiance will fall asleep on the couch after we watch some tv shows and i'll sit up and play games for a couple of hours and lately i've been playing breath of the wild again and i'll play it i'll just play i'm like i'll just play for a few minutes i don't even know why i'm playing it but you know i don't know what else to play and an hour and a half later i'll be like i'm still playing this game (laughs) um i still have about 500 Korok seeds left to find. I think actually probably 550. So, you know, there's still stuff for me to do. But, um... Yeah, I mean... This 
game really grabbed me and just everything everything just feels so fine-tuned and you know as somebody who loves open world games i've played a lot of grand theft auto i played all through you know red dead redemption uh you guys got me hooked on Skyrim, so, you know, there's <laughs> there's that going for me. But there's just something very unique and satisfying about Breath of the Wild. And it's not without its flaws, and we'll get into those, I'm sure, later, because I can see... Uh, I can see Lucas champing at the bit here, our, our resident <laughs> Breath of the Wild hater. <laughs> oh, no. Here it is. Here we go. <laughs> uh, no, I gotta tease him because he's he's probably the most negative among us. But I think even he will admit having played the game three times that there's still something redeemable the, about the game. No, I'm gonna get all into that when I have my moment. But yeah, the most <laughs> negative among us in regards to the game, and the one who's probably easily put the most time into it. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, I, I crossed the 200 hour mark uh, about a month ago and didn't even realize that I can't go back to my first steps on the the map screen. Oh god, um, which is, yeah. Which is which is sad for me. I miss being able to see all those little deaths one right after another. You know, I'm I'm willing to bet that Lucas has put more time into the game if he was to add up both accounts and all of his playthroughs. I'm hey, willing Steve, to bet he's yeah. I gave your mom a little death. Oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that Lucas has put more time into this game than me, Eugene and probably you put together, Justin. I want it estimate that it's around 400 hours altogether like throughout all the playthroughs i don't know if that's true or not but i'm at 185 were you done justin because um, i don't want to cut yeah, you I off can but... open up the floor i'll just interject when when something pops in my head so whoever wants to uh take I mean, over i mean yeah i'll take I know, it because i, feel I know like there's I've a been... your mom joke there justin <laughs> Oh, the only the only thing I want to say, and 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 then I'll I'll pass the torch, is something that I really wanted to say when we talked about it months ago. Um, I think it was before the DLC started coming out, or maybe after the first one when we all did our little roundtable back then. Um, one of the vivid memories I have of the game that made me just realize how expertly crafted it was. I don't remember where I was. I was just kind of out, you know, out in Hyrule Field as one would tend to be in that game. And I remember a shadow going overhead. And, like, you know, it just suddenly got dark and it wasn't. I'm like, well, what the heck is that? And I look and a bird had flown in front of the sun. And I thought, <laughs> how amazingly detailed and, like, again, expertly crafted this world is that just something drifting in front of the sun is will cast a perfect shadow on the ground just like real it's just that immersiveness that really hooks me to that game um but anyway uh whoever wants to take over <laughs> i got this um because okay. because in and after justin's flowery thing let me get all my evil spite-filled hate stuff <laughs> out of the way. no um i i actually really like this game because if i didn't i wouldn't have played it as much as I did. Um, I stand by what I said when we first gave our critiques of it. Anybody who's a longtime listener will know my feelings on it at this point. It is probably one of my least favorite Zelda games, just based <laughs> off of what it gives me as a Zelda game. That said, it's probably my favorite open world game. 
And I when was going I, to sorry when for I, interjecting. No, it's fine. Um, when uh, I go about playing it without the expectation of Zelda, I get a lot more out of it. Like and, this. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but I was actually thinking this before we the show even started. Was I have a feeling that if this were like, you know. The Elder Scrolls, you know, Hyrule Edition or something, oh, yeah. or if it were called, or or if it were, you know, Miyamoto and Eiji Inuma present a brand new open world yeah. franchise, you probably would be all over this Chomping at the game. pit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the things that I don't like about the game are all related to past Zelda titles. Things like not having well-defined or immersive dungeons with items that you unlock after the fact that give you access to new areas. Areas, not having as memorable characters or soundtracks, things like that. Those Zelda staples that I've come to expect. Even the story, which was admittedly pretty weak for, you know, a Zelda plot. But um, the things that I really like about the game are kind of everything that you've talked about. That being able to just kind of walk into it and put yourself in a world and explore the world. And now that I've played the game for like the umpteenth time... Those, like, four playthroughs that I've gone through, those are just the playthroughs where I've actually played the game from, like, start to finish. I've started the game a crap ton of times because <laughs> I, um, I I enjoy Zelda games. I enjoy going through the story and stuff. So I'll go through and I'll just do the Divine Beasts and I'll try to finish the game. But um, now that I'm just kind of playing it to wonder, and now that I really don't care as much about the narrative or the plot or the characters or anything, I'm enjoying it a lot more than I did my first time in because all that stuff that's kind of lacking for me personally isn't a factor when you're just wandering and exploring and, you know, seeing what there is to see and do. Um, I will say along that vein, I was talking to Eugene about this before the show started, one thing that amazed and irritated me tonight all at the same time was I just found a new minigame. For me, it's new. I'm sure you guys have probably <laughs> encountered it already. But that amazes me that, like, I'm a year into this game and I'm still finding things I've never seen before. It's oh, me the too. Bowling, it's the bowling minigame where you have oh to drop God, the snowball. Oh, my God, that's so fun. <laughs> I just found it. And I'm like, holy crap, that's the thing. But then, like, right after that moment of, like, wow and wonder, I was thinking if this was any other Zelda game, I'd be getting a good reward for this, like a heart container or a quiver or some thing that would, you know, enhance my, my character and my gameplay. But instead, I get like 100 or 300 rupees for beating the minigame. It's that little like irking moment that always gets to me. Because like Twilight Princess was full of stupid little minigames that you had to play once to get like a piece of a heart. And that stupid always felt right. kind of cool to me because it's like, okay, well, I have to do this in my playthrough to like hit 100%. But all the minigames in this game just kind of exist as an experience. And that's both incredibly natural to like what the game is trying to be, which is more of an experience than like a traditional Legend of Zelda game. But also for me, for somebody who's kind of looking for a more traditional experience, kind of lacking and something that I hope they kind of balance out the next time they do a game like this because there definitely will be another Breath of the Wild style game out there. I just hope it incorporates a little bit more Zelda for me. I'd like to cut grass and maybe find a rupee or two. I'd like to maybe have dungeons <laughs> back again. You know, there's there's elements that I miss. I didn't really like getting like all of my little novelties right at the beginning and just having access to bombs and freezing abilities and time stopping and stuff. Would have been kind of cool for me to get one of those in each game. But unfortunately, that's kind of the nature of Breath of the Wild. You know, everything is available to you all at once. And that's both amazing and kind of genre-breaking, you know? But um, 
yeah, that's kind of my long and short of it. It's a very mixed experience for me. We kid a lot about me hating the game, and I think I probably have the most negative to say out of anybody, but it, it comes from a place of love, and it comes from the fact that really the Zelda series has always been my favorite series. So I think I'm just a little bit more persnickety about the things that I miss out on and the things that I really like. But I like this game a lot. I wouldn't be playing it like at this moment if I didn't like it. And as soon as I stop talking, I'm going to run into my room and get my Switch so I can continue playing while we're doing the show. <laughs> um, with that said, would anybody else like to give their opinions? Oh, look at that. That's timing right there, Lucas. <laughs> I know. What can I say? Just call Eugene, me the hero of time. It's morning. Eugene, I'll go next, if you don't mind. Or do you want to go? That's got to be my, my new alarm, go ahead, bro. by the way. <laughs> I know, actually. I... God, that's a good idea. I want to wake nope. up to that every morning. Would not wake me up. <laughs> it, well, anyway. Um, so, Breath of the Wild, something interesting happened. Um, I was hanging out with Lucas one night, and he's playing Breath of the Wild, and I know that especially Justin gives that soundtrack so much shit, right? And I love the soundtrack. I know no, I'm the one love, that I, I'm the okay, one that gives so it, it was, shit, Steve. Just okay, Breath of the so Wild shit, you. Lucas. Okay, so you give the soundtrack shit. I'm calling you out then. Go for it. <laughs> no, I've been how, listening to the soundtrack this week. I know well, what you're gonna say. <laughs> how many? I know there's not as many themes as there are in other Zelda games, but yeah. how many times did I say, "Oh my gosh, that theme brings back so many memories." Yeah. Like, especially when you were wandering around Hyrule Castle the one night. I love that version of the theme. And I mm -hmm. think we have one on um, our Google Drive that Justin remixed that is yeah. and some it's sort on... of a cross between Hyrule theme. What, what's in that mix, Justin? Well, it, it's, it's amazing. There, there are essentially three versions, three or four versions of that theme, depending on how you want to look at it. There right. is the very fully orchestral bombastic version that uh -huh. plays when you're outside where all the um uh, it's not that uh guardian guardians are and then there's the more quieter subdued version that plays mostly on organs and strings and flutes and stuff right. like that that plays inside the castle and then whenever you're near an enemy uh whatever whether you're inside or outside there's this driving drums in 5-4 right. time that goes along with it. And so I did a mix that kind of builds up to like right. the most there possibly and, can be. It's it's on YouTube. I'll... Yeah, and that mix is amazing. We need to share that. Um, but what happened, what, and the point I was getting to, is hearing that theme, I have not played um, Breath of the Wild in some time. In fact, the last time I played it was probably two or three days after the final DLC came out. Um, but listening to Lucas play that game, um, has made me want to go back and do the Terrytown quest, which I still have not done. Speaking of good and, music. And I know I'm a sinner for not doing that, but... It's like the only story in the game, and you haven't I know. done it. Well, I haven't done it because I completely missed it. I put 185 <laughs> hours into the game, and I did not see that side quest, kind of like you missed the bowling. Yeah. Um, but I've decided that at some point in the near future, what I want to do is I want to do that side quest, but I want to do it alongside my 20 heart Wolf Link amiibo that mm -hmm. I worked so hard to get in Twilight Princess. Like, I know that with the amiibo 
hacker hackeroo device I've got that you can fake that. But I actually went through and I did all that in Twilight Princess before Breath of the Wild came out, just so I could do that. And then I never <laughs> did it the entire time, the entire 185 hours I played that game. <laughs> but the thing about that game that just amazes me, kind of like you guys have said, I've put 185 hours into that game over the course of a year. And there's still stuff I want to do. I still want to go back and play that game. The only other game that has that kind of a pull with me is Minecraft. I mean, I love Splatoon. I love Mario Kart. But beyond Breath of the Wild and Minecraft, I cannot think of two other games where I would willingly invest more than 150 hours into that game. I'm sure I'll get that way with Skyrim once I sit yeah. down and start playing it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to have some extra time in the next couple months to, to do that, which I'm excited about. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just am amazed at how much they put into that game. Well, and that's really the nature of the beast. I'm sorry, I know I'm probably eating into your time here. It's the I... nature of the divine beast. Oh, oh God. You beat me to it. I was waiting <laughs> but, for that window. But um, that that's kind of the whole point of a game like this, is it, it doesn't feel like as much of a chore because it's such a no. massive game. In the same vein as Skyrim, albeit a, a smaller game than Breath of the Wild, but you put like 100 hours into it, and it's like, oh, hey, I beat the story. You know, like yeah. <laughs> that's that's the kind of game it is. It's not uh, like if this was Ocarina of Time, you wouldn't want to put 100 hours into it, even if there was a lot of stuff to do, because the entire game takes like 20 hours to beat if you're going at a slow clip. But yeah, like of Breath my, of the Wild is just massive. <laughs> one of my biggest complaints about the last two console Zeldas, Twilight Princess and uh, Skyward Sword, was I felt like they were too long. Like the my first long? playthrough on both of them was like 50... Hmm. 50 or so hours um and i'm like that's just too long for me and here i am spending over 200 hours in breath of the wild <laughs> so there's one more thing i wanted to say about breath of the wild i do Go for have it. I stole one of your minutes no you're fine i do have one particular memory that really stands out um one of the things i did was i had to farm for dragon parts um <laughs> to get some of my armor upgraded and i still need to work on some of that but one of the dragons you can find if you, I think if you warp to like dawn or something like that, and you're on a particular tower, and right as the sun rises, the dragon rises from the water along right. Lake Hyrule or Hillier or whatever that lake is. Yeah. yeah. The glide down from that tower to where the dragon is coming out of that island at sunrise is <laughs> absolutely stunning. There's like, a better place to farm that dragon by the way i'll okay. show you, I'll you, tell you about beautiful memories yeah it is absolutely stunning i saw it one of the first times i was doing it on handheld mode so i was doing it while i was watching tv with my wife um but i did it on the tv and even though it looks good on the on the handheld mode it is amazing when you're watching it in full hd so if you haven't done that mm. you ought to just go do that just so you can see that one area because it is awesome to see yeah. Um, Eugene, sure. before I I'm start up. interrupting Steve again. <laughs> hey, I'll give it a minute and a half. Um, so I also, obviously, really like Breath of the Wild as well. But I, um, so obviously we've had a whole year to kind of um, 
you know, kind of brood on it and kind of think about how this game, you know, I guess for lack of better terms, makes us feel or whatever. But so I've, I've kind of gathered my thoughts since we've decided to make this roundtable what, like, 70, like, not what it was like seven hours ago even, like, however long we decided <laughs> to come up with this. But I came up with a little list. Slow so, news week. Um, I, I honestly think that... Um, that, uh, you know, the, the, one of the best things about Breath of the Wild is that each player's journey, it's entirely, entirely unique. Like, um, I remember when we first got the game, we, you know, the first week, we all, well, all of us except for Lucas, he went into the other room and took his headphones off. But all the rest <laughs> of us, we were all talking about, like, our first week's experience, and each of us had a unique experience. Like, I remember... Um, like, uh, some of you guys went right to, uh, Kakariko Village right away. Some of us went to, you know, I went to the desert. Um, I, I remember that Mike, he didn't even freaking find the person who, like, upgrades your pouch. So he was <laughs> running around with, like, three items for, like, the whole game, you know? So, like, that was... <laughs> Everybody, and, then it, you, it, and then you went through the whole game without upgrading any of your gear because you didn't know how to do that. Well, not well, that I'm I didn't know out. how. I just didn't really care much. But yeah, exactly. But that's kind of my point, right? Like every mm. that, that it, everybody can play that game and play it differently, and in you know, obviously, in my opinion, have a really great time doing it. Um, I think that the one of the great things about Breath of the Wild is that it, and and I think this this is why. I feel that it moves um, the entire games medium forward. I know that's kind of maybe superlative, but you know, <laughs> um, they there's no longer any more obtuse game logic, right? So like, there's it's not like Resident Evil where you have to find the crow key to put in the crow door that unlocks the spade freaking chest or whatever. You know, that's not a thing anymore. Like, if you need, if if, the, if there's electricity <laughs> you that you need, you gotta pay the troll toll to get into. To the boys hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly like you know you can like the logic makes sense right it's not like necessarily video game logic it's like real world logic so like fire spreads like firewood spread you know so i i, I think that's a, kind of one of the one of the <coughs> biggest strengths about breath of the wild like people can come to the game like vet, video game veterans or people who have never played video games before at all come to breath of the wild have wildly different experiences and all kind of enjoy themselves all the same way you know like I, I I don't know if I've talked about this on the show but I have a buddy who has a few kids and you know he got them a switch he got in breath of the wild they've been playing it for literally a whole year they just beat it like uh, a month ago but like he had his kid has all these wild experiences he's a seven-year-old and he probably spent gosh I would I, if I looked at his that play clock it would probably be close to a thousand hours knowing how much that kid plays <laughs> that thing he his that switch is attached to his hip but again, like it just like makes sense. I, I I watch him play, and he's like, "Oh, okay, I need fire, so I'm gonna go get fire from this torch, and then I'm gonna light the grass on fire because I don't want to burn myself, so I'm gonna run away." And like he just has all this weird logic that he follows, but it works. So I I think that's definitely one of um, Zelda's strengths. And then lastly, before my time runs out. Um, I think another, and we've talked about this as well, but like the way that Nintendo laid out the world so that anywhere that you look, so you can be basically anywhere on that globe. It's not really a globe, anywhere on that map <laughs> at any given point and look 
in, you know, a certain direction or whatever. And then you'll see off in the distance something, but you'll also see something like kind of close by. And then it's all designed that way. Nintendo made it so that that was a thing. And it really makes a difference. Like you'll see way off in the distance, an orange tower. And then that might be where you um, decide to set your destination, right? To unlock that map. But along the way, you might find some side quests. You might find that bowling quest that Lucas just found 500 hours into the game. And then you stop and do that that for a while you know like i i i don't know i i've never been so engrossed in an experience um for a long time i i have to say that like after breath of the wild maybe that's probably why i've been in a, in a gaming funk for the last little <laughs> bit because i just don't really want want to play anything I, breath of the wild kind of got me so i don't know I, I um only have 10 seconds left so i'm going to stop the timer but I'm going to open up the round table to the floor to group discussion. And then, yeah, so what do we all think kind of collectively about this? Like, um, you, you, made, you reminded me when you were talking about your friend's kids. Um, uh, my uh, seven-year-old discovered uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, noticed, just noticed the icon on the thing. Never played a Zelda game before. I mean, he may have played a little bit of... Um, like Wind Waker and not really fully understood it or whatever, but um, you know, he he just started playing it one day and he must have spent 10, 15 hours on the Great Plateau alone before he even learned that, you know, there were places to go and things to do and you could eventually get off of it and all <laughs> that and just he was having the time of his life and just watching him like try to take on these challenges and i'm just amazed again he's seven years old he's never really played any serious games i mean he plays minecraft um and he plays um you know like mini game collections and lego games and you know your typical you know five six seven year old games skylanders stuff like that casual stuff yeah and he's going into these shrines and he's figuring out how they work and getting through them. He's figuring out how to... Um, I have seen him uh, get charged by a Lionel and uh, do the the thing with the shield, the deflection with the shield like you would do with a oh, guardian parry? beam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hit and do a parry on the Lionel and the Lionel just, just goes back and collapses. I'm like... I've never seen that done before. I've never <laughs> done that before. How did you do that? And like he figured out all of the because cause usually you know he'll ask me for help in in a Zelda and say how do I do this and I'll look and I'm like I have no idea where you are, how you got there, what you've done, what you have. And like I cannot help you through this because I don't know the path you took to get there. I'm like it looks like you have to do this rather so most of the stuff he figured out by himself and it just amazes me how not only like you said eugene everybody has a completely different play experience everybody figures things out their own way makes their own path if they right. miss something important like i don't think he's upgraded anything but he's beaten the game so and he did that almost entirely by himself and it amazes me that this game that you know the five of us and uh, you know, the five of us spent months like talking back and forth. Hey, how do you do this? Hey, I found this thing. Does anybody know what they, you know, like we're, we're all like 30 ish, 
you know, give or take five years. <laughs> Watch yourself. And we're, this is like, and, uh, <laughs> I said, bitch. give or take five years. <laughs> um, you know, we're all, uh, you know, adults, and we're, you know, banging our heads against the wall on some of this stuff. And here's my seven-year-old who's, who's just saying, I'm just going to figure this out or die trying. You know, and right. the fact that he could beat the game while those of us who've been playing games for 20, 30 years were also, we're still having trouble with it. It just amazes me at the malleability of the game system. Okay. Yeah. So, Luki wants to talk now because <laughs> now I have more thoughts. And unfortunately, it's more it's more negativity from Lucas. So, just <laughs> deal with deal with the viscosity, I guess. I don't know. There's things that that irked me from like the very beginning with this game. And um one of the things that I'm only remembering now that we're all having this conversation is you guys haven't said one negative thing or complaint or thing you would change about this game. And maybe that's just because for you guys, this is like the perfect game. And that's awesome. But there's a part of me that's really jealous that I don't feel that way about this game. Like, I, like when we were talking uh, last week on last week's show, and I mentioned that I didn't like the game, and Matt let out that, like, that sigh of, like, shock and horror... Like it's that response that I get to my my criticisms of the game and my my in my opinion what is lacking of the game that I'm I'm always amazed there's almost nobody else out there with that same opinion. So real real quick, I think that all your criticisms are valid, and I think that Agreed. all of your criticisms um, would make the game better. But I also don't think agreed. that they make the game any lesser. Like I they didn't. They yeah, didn't and, um, make me dislike the game as much as they made yeah, me. Yeah, and that's that's fine because we all come from a different place and we all had different expectations going in. I will say that I think having... I, I wouldn't do it differently if I had to, but I think waiting on the game for a few months like I did didn't help because all I heard for months before I got this game was how it was the best thing ever. And when I finally played it, I think I went into it with a little bit more expectation than I should have. And I tried to taper that, but it was very hard because all I'd heard yeah. was game of the year, 10 out of 10, 100 out of 100, perfect game. And I played it and I was like, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like that. And in the beginning, I had to I had to center because in the beginning, I was way more negative on it than I am now. And that was as kind of like, I think, a counterpoint to everything I had seen and heard. But to this day, it, it amazes me that... Like, I never hear anyone, not even just you guys, just like the world in general, I almost never hear anyone say a bad word about this game. So every now and then when I do hear something negative, it, it realigns me and it makes me think like, oh, thank God, I'm not the only one. In the same way that like when I played Other M, I told, I told this story. I played it to completion. I didn't see anything about it online. I was like, this is the best Metroid I've ever played. And then I went on and people were giving it like three out of tens and whining about the story and complaining about the gameplay. And I'm like, how can I be this different from everyone? Like it's a it's a jarring thing. It's very unusual. It's an experience I, you got to experience to understand. <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> um, I've heard the same things about other M from a friend of mine that if you ignore the story, it's actually a really good Metroid game. But yeah, um, but yeah, I have to. I, I agree with with Eugene on this. There are certain Zelda staples that. 
I think I don't know if they necessarily would have made the game better, but that I <laughs> you missed miss a little. Go- yeah, yeah, that I missed going going into it. But yeah, I don't feel like the game is any worse because of their absence. I just I went in, I went into the game expecting something entirely yeah, new. Yeah, I went into the game yeah. like, like I said, I play Red Dead Redemption. It's an open world game set in the wilderness. And we're still doing timers. <laughs> <laughs> well, well um, and then I'm going to set it again for another minute after you're done so then we can give um, Steve his piece. Well, well, okay. I, I just um, yeah, I just I mean, want to say thank you for validating my criticisms because sometimes I feel like yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, we, we, we tease you, but, and, and I think this is the first time you've actually been able to fully um, d- describe, Articulate. accurately describe how you, how you, what you dislike about it. And I totally get you on that. Like, I miss having the hook shot. Um, I miss having a fully, um, what, uh, I can't remember his name, but the YouTuber who do, who did the Boss Keys uh, series, um, what he calls the Puzzle Box Dungeons, where the whole thing... Well, I mean, the, the design, Divine Beasts are kind of Puzzle Box Dungeons, but that's all you get. Like, you don't... And you don't get, like, a sense of place and environment in the dungeons right. and all the different designs and all the different music for the... I miss a lot of that stuff, and I'm hoping that the next Zelda game will be a hybrid of ideas, but... As an open world game, yeah, this is this is up there in easily the top three, if not number one. For totally me. agree. Wow, Steve, say scary. something. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, so, you're up. so here, so here's where I'm at. Um, Breath of the Wild taught me how to properly enjoy an taught open me world how to game. Love. The same the same way that Pokemon taught me how to properly love an RPG. Um, okay. That would be so, Super Mario RPG for me, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so and I, I don't mean to say that Breath of the Wild is baby's first RPG or something like that. Um, what I mean to say is that it helped me appreciate a series that I have never been able to appreciate before because they intimidate me because of how I play games. Hmm. Um, I've, I've said it time and time again how I play games. I play a level, I collect everything in the level, I move on to level two. I play level two i collect everything in it i move on to level three it sucks but that is the only way i can play games and you can't do that in open world games and had i not been able to play a franchise that i was familiar with and experience what an open world rpg was supposed to be like i wouldn't be playing i wouldn't have even given skyrim a second shot exactly breath of the wild is what got me into skyrim it's it's (laughs) it's the gateway drug (laughs) Um, to what to what lucas was saying there are some things i miss about it i miss a dungeon system where the first dungeon is easy the last dungeon is hard but there's a sense of growth throughout the game or throughout conquering the dungeons there is a sense of growth in breath of the wild but not in the same way as doing eight dungeons the problem with the dungeon system that we were discussing earlier is it's very hard to put that in an open world setting Mm -hmm. i might be one of the few that thinks this but i don't like what they did with the link between worlds where you could just buy your items outside of the dungeon and use them within a dungeon i don't know a better way to do it though is the problem yeah that's 
they're really kind of trying to find that delicate balance. Mm-hmm. You can tell, like, right. they're like, yeah. we need to mess with the system. We need to change things around, but we can't change it around too much. And, like, Link Between Worlds was definitely a let's dip our toes in this open world right. thing. Breath yeah. of the Wild was let's go gung-ho full force into it. And, like, they're that middle ground is there somewhere and if they if they can if they can find that middle ground between those two games i think they will have the perfect zelda game i totally agree so so yeah so that's kind of where i come from with this game before we close this out do we want to talk about the dlc the fact that it exists how we feel about it or we uh, i think we're kind of running yeah. long at this point mm. So um, we probably ought to close it down, but I'm definitely open to doing another Breath of the Wild uh, retrospective at some point that maybe even, yeah, focusing in on the, well, that DLC. Fair warning, if we do a Breath of the Wild DLC uh, retrospective, it's just going to be me going, I hated it for like 20 minutes. So maybe well, we can, you just maybe we can work that some on... creativity in there and make it something a little <laughs> more... <laughs> fair but yeah so we are gonna get moving on we're gonna take a little break here let lucas um figure out his settings pray for me right back hello ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the only show where four grown men play nintendo games all night long we are in fendo radio and tonight we're playing nintendoons uh the way this works is i got music from Nintendo games. These unlucky saps are going to have to try to guess what game it's from. Um, And actually, we have a lot of viewer suggestions, because for $2 a month, you get to suggest music for us to play on this show. And we're up to about seven suggestions this week, so holy crap, that's awesome. Thank you, you guys. Um, I have 11 (laughs) different games that we are going to be playing music from. I very much just chose which one I'm going to do in what order at random because I came unprepared. We are going to start with a track by the lovely and ever effervescent Minus 64. Um, let's start with this one. And away we go. Tell me if it's too loud. Donkey Kong Country 3 Game Boy Advance. No! Oh, it sounded so much like one of those tracks, so you can't deny it. No, it did. I had to think about it for half a second. Why do you have no video? Because I'm eating. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for waiting until the show is on to point that out. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice. Did you say that this is minuses? Minus 64. So it's most likely an RPG. Yeah, this sounds like an RPG. It, it's most likely an NES title. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like NES. Is yeah. this Diddy Kong Racing DS? Yes! Holy shit! Son of a whore. Fucking kidding. <laughs> this is the custom track music from Diddy Kong Racing DS, which is the only oh, that... music that is original to that game, which is why I picked it first. Well, that explains <laughs> why uh, it sounded like Donkey Kong. I just... Excellently yes. done, sir. Uh, turn on your mic, or your camera, and make sure that I that you don't have somebody whispering answers behind you. I don't trust you, Steve. <laughs> All right. Here's my video. Maybe. Steve gets point number um, one. Minus, would you recommend the uh, DS version over the N64 I version? Can, I can yes. wholeheartedly say I would not. It is garbage. Play the original game. 
Whatever, it's not that bad. It's an L1 easier to combine too. <laughs> well, I had a hard time actually playing <laughs> my, uh, my N64, but anyway. So that is one for Steve, right off the bat. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Yeah, we're in track number two. Screw you guys. Um, this one is from me. So. Oh, great. Sonic. Sonic. Good job. Um, and it, no, it's Sonic just Sonic. Some... It's just Sonic. Sonic. You got it. Oh, awesome. I, I heard the point, so let's go on to the next track. <laughs> <laughs> that was Steve's point. <sighs> oh, so I got Sonic? That is amazing. Two for Steve. I'm taking this one. Is this you all. Sonic and the Tomato Princess of the Caesar <laughs> Crystal, Salad Kingdom? The Crystal Citadel? <laughs> yes. Uh, now, your first hint is... Everybody shut up so I can actually hear it. Let's get one more track going. First uh, hint is what? Uh, your first hint is let's play another track first. Your mom. Your first hint is this was a Wii title. Well, that, that Why does it sound like Mario Kart Wii? It is no. most definitely not. I also only have three tracks because I only picked music that wasn't like, didn't have the name of the game in it. But unfortunately, that might not have been the smartest move on my end. Is this Excite Box Trick Racing? Nope. Is this a racing so game? No. All right. So this is a Japanese game, I'm guessing, because it's probably got some... It comes out of Japan, yes. In fact, it comes from a rather prestigious Japanese studio. N not Nintendo? Nope. Capcom? Nope. Nami? Nope. I'm going to play my last yeah. track, and my then we'll start this kind of guess Sega? comes from. <laughs> Hinting away, because if you knew the... If you knew the uh, developer, you would probably know the game. Is this Mad Your World? Next... It is Mad World! What? Yes! <laughs> the first level, what? or the first song was the map select screen, the second song was the bloodbath challenge, and this is the mid-boss music. Of course, I had the to music pick... that isn't actually on the soundtrack. I had to pick <laughs> the music that wasn't, like, vocal, because every song has Mad World or Jack in it. <laughs> I've got well all done, the instrumentals, so. And for those of you playing along at home, that was made by Platinum Games, who continues to be one of the most amazing people ever. I really need to finish this is, game someday. This next one is Jay Z Beast, and I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> oh God, Jay Z, what are you <laughs> Jay -Z doing? Jay Z loves trolling on you guys. <laughs> Justin giggles. Sounds like Dead Mouse. Is this a? Um, we haven't gotten anything yet. Um, you haven't gotten no. a single hint yet. Um, platform. You want platform? Yeah, let's start with platform. That's always good. This game was on the GameCube. In addition, it was also on the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox. Alright. Is 
the character that you're playing wearing gloves. The hell? <laughs> yes. That sounds like a me question. That is an odd. That's like a Matt question. Alright, I'm gonna play this, a second try. Does this game have exclusive content to the Wii U? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to give Eugene his point. Why does Eugene have negative three points? What did I do? Is this a licensed track? No. And also, is your character wearing gloves? Yes, I said yes. Like legit? Oh, okay. Yeah, character's wearing gloves. Good job. <laughs> and what system did we find out this is on? GameCube, PS2. And GameCube. It's sister systems. Did this also have a game that came out on Portal? No. Well, that's that whole track, I guess. Why does this sound like Operation Wolf? It's not Operation Wolf. I'm just realizing you guys haven't guessed much. You've just kind of guessed the winning is, guess every time. Is this Turok? Nope. Good guess. Have to get an What is he trying to do? Where are you? I've got nothing. Uh, did we get? Can we get developer or publisher maybe? Um, that might be kind of a dead giveaway. I can give you genre. I'll take genre. Um, action shooter. Not what I thought you were gonna say. What is it? As opposed, as opposed to a turn-based shooter? Well, I mean, hey, there's, there are those. there's a lot of action games that don't have shooting. Right, but there aren't very many shooting games that don't have action. So. Yeah, but <laughs> this, game isn't, this game isn't really a primarily a shooter. Come on, dog. There's genres that are called action adventure. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? What, like, video game genres are so nebulous, it doesn't even matter. Truth. This is like a five-dollar word episode. Sometimes I like to describe human adventure as a coloring book genre. <laughs> it's because I can't. Yeah. As I say, oh, you are using a lot of big words tonight. pirates, right, Justin? Okay, really, guys? <laughs> Nobody's got any guesses. I got nothing, man. I've been right, trying Metroid. at this point. I was going to say Metroid until I remembered it was Everyone on Everyone listen yeah, very carefully. Is it... Is it Time Splitter's Future Perfect? Fuck. It might be. You fucking... You motherfucking... God, this it. is fucking Sonic something. This is Sonic Adventure. Is this Sonic Adventure Shadow of a Hedgehog? It's oh, Shadow the Hedgehog! I called that out of my ass. I am pissed! Why did I and even say anything? <laughs> it's an action shooter! Oh, God. God. Damn it, Dude. Lucas. Character wears gloves. <laughs> hey, hey, Eugene, you actually owe me about seven points over the last few weeks, so keep them coming. Oh, <laughs> that felt great. I did not think that was going to work as well as it did. Good job, JZBs. All right, this next one comes from Phantom. I would like to apologize in advance that I was unable to find your original game. Thank you for suggesting a substitute. 
Jane's mad. I'm pretty pissed. I'm in a good mood. Can you guys hear this one okay? <laughs> it sounds a little quiet on my end. A little up, please. A little up. Okay, Phantom. I've got my Pepsi and I pissed Eugene off. It's good night. <laughs> See, with Phantom, we can go either way. He sometimes trolls us. He was actually going to choose a, an RPG, but he couldn't find one, so... Well, I couldn't find it. Yeah, there's so few of those. I like it. Oh, um, hey, cool. That fixed my color. You guys want hints? Let's get another track one? first. Sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, this that's is... I like it, kind of. I think. Trust me, you won't. Sonic. It's fucking Sonic, isn't it? No, Goddamn Sonic. Your first advanced. hint is it is not Sonic. Sonic Chronicles. It's not Sonic. Oh, okay. Um, your Thank second you, hint is that this me. game appeared on the SNES and the Game Boy. It also appeared on the Genesis, the Game Gear, and the Amiga. Is it like Pitfall? No. No. I assume this is the Super NES version? Uh, yeah, I believe it is, yes. Are we sure? <laughs> it's the one I downloaded. I tried to go for it, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Justin, how do you know this shit? Uh, well, Seriously. You, I can usually tell by the, by the sound quality, Fun. the instruments and noises used. Huh. But you guys have... Um, put like the arcade music of an NES game in on us before. Or yeah, if I'm being real, Genesis I'm not 100% sure, but I think I got the SNES version. So just roll with it. <laughs> it's right. either there, it's like need, Genesis. We need new music. All right. How about another track? I That's where we're going. We're just going to take a shot in the dark. Alien Me versus too. Predator? Nope. Earthworm Jim. Nope, but good. Start playing that Lucas Ooh. style. Just shout out words, form sentences. That's an actual game. <laughs> uh, I'm like, what the? Oh. All right, the developer what? of this game. Sorry. Getting a little sidetracked by the chat. Hold on, I'm smashing the keyboard. I don't think you have it open, but you're getting a little. Okay, I wasn't sure what that was about because they were all numbers. <laughs> um, you mean you don't know what 56321 plus 3.0 is? <laughs> Guys, we're just going to go with it until the end of the round, then we'll refresh. You're fine. Uh, the developer yeah. was Delphine Software International. Well, that Super helps Mario so Sunshine. <laughs> So SNES, Amiga, don't forget that fucking gem. Uh, Genesis, Game Boy. I, I, Let's go to the last track, nothing. and then no. I'll give you your ultimate hint. I wonder now, when if you said that I was close with Earthworm Gem, did did that mean like it was a character-based platformer or what? It is. It oddly enough, it is a character-based platformer, not in the way you might think. Um, actually, it's not as much a platformer as a beat-em-up. Is it Boogerman? It is very much character-based, though. I will give you that. Is it Boogerman or Vectorman? 
not Boogerman or Vectorman. You sound like Vectorman. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder... Uh, I bet you Phantom is, like, playing this movie. I bet you he's not. <laughs> this You'll game was pretty much bashed for being awful. Is, okay, a bad game, but a bad game... Is Bubsy? it, like, Bible Adventures or something? No, not Bubsy or Bible Adventures. It's also, I believe, a beat-em-up. So, make of that what you will. Beat-em-up that was on everything. That's I really want you guys to get this. I kind of want to just keep dragon. dropping hints. No. Um, this game is actually getting... This might give it away. This game is actually getting a remake. Shaq Fu. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> We will return really momentarily. Shaq-Fu? It's really Shaq Fu. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I... Eugene tells the patrons to fuck off. When, when, <laughs> when uh, Lucas said it's actually getting, I'm like, it's getting a remake. It's got to be Shaq Fu. Terrible game getting a remake. Uh... I almost said it before he finished the sentence. <laughs> I'm so sad yeah. right now. Well done, Justin. It is no Super better. proud of you. <laughs> well, that'll help. No. <laughs> Maybe um, stop the music and then drop back in, see if that works. Give it a try. Try as soon resetting as I, voice meter. Just as soon as I can stop the music. Like, close voice meter and reopen it, or whatever you have to do with voice meter, because that's what I have to do with my audio when it gets... Well, let's wait a second and make Eugene do some editing here, because I'm currently trying to close my music player. Okay. Yay. And there we go. Please stand by. Can we get one of those? Eugene, what happened to your screen? You took the time to set it up, and then it was gone. I missed that conversation. <laughs> I never, I didn't have the, the software set up um, in time. And I would have had to reset my computer, and it was already running on time, and gotcha. it's just like, ah. I so has as returned. Long as, we are, as long as we are on a brief hiatus here, uh, the current score, Eugene and Justin, that's me, are tied at one, and Steve, by some miracle of science, is leading with two. <laughs> I have crushed my <laughs> bandwidth. I have turned off my video. We're going to try to get through the rest of this Nintendo tunes <laughs> like that. Um, where the heck were we? We just finished Phantom's wonderful Shaq Fu. We're moving on to track number five out of 11. I have 11 this time. Uh, this one comes from Corrupted, who is, again, mm-hmm. another one of our lovely patrons. Mm-hmm. Crap, all of these games have titles that I cannot read. Okay, good. We'll start with this one. <laughs> you sound like me. So, must be Japanese. No, actually, it's just that the title is incredibly long, so I couldn't read the file name. Oh, <laughs> Why does this sound familiar? He might have played it. Is this Golden Sun? Nope. 
is a Game Boy Advance, though, right? It's a Game Boy Advance game. Bronze Sun. What did I play a lot of in Game Boy Advance? It's or played a lot of RPGs. Dragon. Is it an RP, Is it an Dragon RPG? Dragon Quest Monsters Joker whatever edition. No, and it's also not an RPG. But if you ever find Dragon Quest Monsters Joker, buy it for me because I really want it. That's a real game. I thought yeah, I was just throwing words together. No, no it's like the game. continuation of my favorite game series. So Fucking Japanese and their weird-ass titles. <laughs> right, let's track. go on to a second track. How about that? Let me see. If, I just don't want to play the title RPG. screen music, because that would give it away, I think. Maybe. How about that? Okay, so that means it's licensed, right? It is licensed. Oh, the God, licensed Game Boy Advance game. That could be anything. I mean, in Seriously? as much as... In as much as this game it can be licensed, I guess technically it's licensed. Oh, it's kind of hard this? to tell. It's that gray area like Pokemon where it's like, well, it's, it's like a multifaceted, you know. Sure. So it's not based on a movie or a TV show or some medium like that. I mean, it could be. I don't know what came first. <laughs> is this that it's Mickey's one... Magical Quest 1, 2, or 3? Oh, no. is it like Boktai? It's not Boktai. If you had said Choctaw, you also would have oh, been wait, wrong. Not, not Boktai. What's that one? The one with the spinny things? The Bakugan, or is that what it's, it's called? Not, it's not Bakugan. Beyblade. <laughs> Beyblade, there we go. That's, is it Beyblade? It's not Beyblade either. There are no wait, tops yeah. involved. You said it was not based. Or no, you said, okay, anyway, sorry, come on. <sighs> Probably Just forget, could I, be. forget I started um, talking. Hey, <laughs> um, there is no video on the uh, YouTube feed. Wait, now we're just gonna have to go with it. Okay. Yeah, I just decided it would be better to have my audio come across loud and clear, but... Yeah, but like, there's gonna... nothing there. But all right, Okay, so it's... Not worried. No, so there's... It's there is on my end, because I have it on my other side. Right. Anyway, Nintendo! It's a, a semi-licensed... You can edit me out. Hang tight. Okay, good. I got, good. The I got tracks nothing. were all in the order I wanted to play them in. Um, this game was developed by Konami, who makes some of my favorite game music, actually. I know that should help. Eh. Is this hey, Eugene, a Goemon game? It's not Goemon. Eugene, throw out a guess so I can snipe him. <laughs> nope, these things are sealed, motherfucker. Yeah. You guys wonder yeah. why I sit here in silence through the whole game. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, that's why I talk so much. I try to distract y'all. <laughs> Alright, I only got one track left, and I don't have that many hints. Because the genre, honestly, would give this game away, too. So let's just go to the last track and see if anybody nails it. This is what the do we have for clues again? Game Boy, Advance, Game Boy Advance made by Konami. Um, oh my god. It's a licensed game. Shut up! Shut up! Licensed game. Keep is talking. this Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes! That's enough for yes! me. Yes! This is, to be specific, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Sacred Cards for the Game Boy Advance. Once what again, that was suggested by our own lovely Corrupted. Yu-Gi-Oh! and Beyblade, two of the stupidest concepts for 
Dude, Yu-Gi-Oh! was the anime best. ever. If you lose the card game, your soul goes to the Shadow Realm, which in Japan is like <laughs> So that's freaking awesome. All right. I'm not going to lie, I was mad into the at least the first two seasons of the anime. Oh, I, yeah, dude. Totally. I, I know Blue Eyes, White Dragon, and then there was some, like, Red Eyed Dragon, and then there All was right. those five god cards. Everybody shut up! We're playing Malik Emery's track. <laughs> Who is Rose of Game Death, Boy. by the way. Yes, but he has Malik Emery's on his... I, I know, but I, once I saw him on Twitter, I'm like, oh, that's who that is. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Of course it, it does. Might. It's old, like us. Your first hint is I've never played it. No, there's a surprise. So it's old, like us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a Game Boy game. It is a Game Boy it's game. It's gotta be a Game Boy game. New track. What'd you say? New track. Suddenly, Justin thinks. <laughs> I don't recognize the music, but I recognize the musical style. Well, this is also done by Konami, who does some really good music. Did they do a Marble Madness on the Game Boy? They did not, but oddly enough, you got the initials of the game spot on. Mighty Mouse? M-M. And then nope. Mad Max. Nope. Oh shit. Uh, Mickey Mouse Capades. <laughs> nope. Majora's Mask. Yes, for the Game Boy. <laughs> oh fuck. <For> Konami. <laughs> Metal Gear. Metal Mightiness. Mister. Mister Magoo. <laughs> okay, shut up. No, don't shut up. I'm I want trying to actually this. hit the music. He's gonna give me an idea. M M M Hell! I've never heard of this game before. Konami. Maui Mallard. <laughs> no, but how cool would it have been if that was right? You laugh, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's the name of a game. <laughs> How, uh, uh, did we get genre? Um, it's definitely vehicle-based. Micro-machines! It's not micro-machine. It looked oh. like a racing oh. game. It's I probably for a, sure Eugene had that. It's probably a racing game. <laughs> oh, God. I, uh, I guess <laughs> Oh my god, you got one of the words right. Oh god, Mono Cross Madness! No, but dear god, you're so close! Ah! Moto. 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 Cross. <laughs> Moto. Mighty Moto Cross. Mad. Mad Max. Moto Cross Mad Max. Moto Cross nope. Mad World. Moto Mighty Moto. Moto Machines. No, Steve, the word motocross is correct. Oh. <laughs> Motocross Madness. Oh my god. Motocross Mini Heads. Okay. Motocross Wait, what did you just say? Motocross Mini Heads? No, and it's. Steve, you're Mo so close. Motocross Mania, Motocross Maniac. 
Yes! Motocross Mania! Seriously? No! <laughs> Steve! Thanks, Eugene. Oh, I should get a point just yeah. for guessing motocross. Justin gets half point a point. Justin. Justin gets half a point. I can't do half a point. <laughs> okay, give Justin a full point unless it leads oh, to the win. Then he gets God. half a point. <laughs> Good wow. job. Proud of all of you. Alright, this next one is straight out of my beaten heart, because I love you guys. So. Sonic Forces. Not that much. You don't deserve Sonic Forces. Oh god. Smash Bros? Nope. Your first hint is, I highly doubt any of you have played this game. Shit, why don't I listen to this? Why does that sound like the Dark World theme? That sounds like Death Mountain theme almost, from Link It is not. It wouldn't be a Zelda game, I guarantee at least some of us would play it. Yeah. Also, you know, electric guitar. Hey, we're warriors. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay, another track, another track, another track. But it's such good music! <laughs> okay. Your first hint is this is a 3DS game. Hmm. Steve dies a little inside. Hmm? Your it's okay, well, I'll just sit here and enjoy the music. I don't. I don't. I Thank you for. Um, We're spending your next so much hint... time telling us that. Your next hint, um, and this probably goes without saying, is this is an RPG. Yeah, I'm out. No, that didn't go without <laughs> saying. I was going to guess a racing game. I was going to say fighting. <laughs> I don't have know. You, Why does have you this I haven't, but I have played other games in the series, which is your is next Is this hint. Devil Survivor Overclocked or Devil Survivor, whatever Shin the other Megami one is? Tensei. No, who developed those games? Uh, Atlas not Atlas. Is I was going to say, didn't Atlas develop every RPG? Then you have RPG? the right developer, because this and game Etrian is also Odyssey. made Yes! Etrian Odyssey. Listen to Lucas! Specifically, Etrian Odyssey 5. Good job, buddy. Proud of you. That was the test. Eugene passed. Oh, <laughs> uh, Justin, you want to give us the score real quick? No. Oh, okay. All right, guys. Thanks I for have... watching Intentions. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> I have one point. Eugene and Steve are tied at three. Okay, let's give Justin a point for motocross madness too. Then maniacs. I'm okay with that. Don't think it's gonna matter, but. Thanks. All right, this Oops. this next track is also one of mine because I am great and the world revolves around <laughs> me. So let me find the one I want to start with. Tonight it does. 
Thank you. This but only because you're hosting. Love this music though. What Etrian Odyssey did you say it was? Five. That was Etrian Odyssey Five. Clearly, this, however, some of us were listening. Is, is an entirely different game. Hmm. I'll be honest; it'd be hard to tell. I know. I have a very particular taste in music. I picked some of my favorite songs <laughs> this week. Is this Smash? This is not Smash. Oh no, I got nothing. <laughs> Bayonetta 1 and 2? No, but good guess. This game does Wonderful have a very loose... No, this game does have a very loose tie-in with Bayonetta. Not anything, like, actually, like, related to each other, but they have, like, one common point that they both Devil share. Devil May Cry? Nope. It is not what? their genre. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, That's gonna, I don't really want to say because it's, so, it's a yeah. big hint. Um, I just want to get to the part of the song I really like, and then we'll go to another track. But, like, <laughs> it's about to get really good. Okay, so there's something related to Bayonetta, but it is not genre. Correct. And I'm guessing it's not developer, because that would be just blatant. Um, not specifically. Um, I believe so. But that is not this character's most important feature. It's not Bayonetta's either. <laughs> Alright, your first hint is this was a 3DS game. 3DS? Yep. There goes my next guess. <laughs> This music was like my college soundtrack. <laughs> 3DS. It shares <laughs> something with Bayonetta. Something very loose that they have in common. Oh, do um, they both have female characters? No. Well, I mean, they both have female characters, but the lead of this game is a male. Um, this game was also mm. featured on iOS. I forgot to tell you. This game did have Street Pass functionality, but it would be incredibly hard to utilize because almost nobody owned this game. Yeah. And unfortunately, for decent reason. The music is good, the gameplay, meh! Did, did you give us a uh, publisher or for you? I did not. Um, this might be a giveaway, but it's kind of an obscure game. The thing that this game has in common with Bayonetta is that Bayonetta was published by Sega. This game was developed by Sega. God, this sounds like run <laughs> Sega developed 3DS games. Is this like Code of Princess? No, that wasn't Sega. Mm -hmm. What's that? protagonist. Right, yeah. I think I know what it is. I can't think of the title. I am cheating because I think I have this. The name of the villain in this game was Napoleon. It's not codenamed Steam. No, that was a Napoleon. That was a Napoleon. Why don't you know the new software download Napoleon? Napoleon? What the? Where did she... 
Rhythm and the Emperor's Treasure? Yes! <laughs> I'm very proud of Justin for kind of looking it up, but also kind of knowing what it was. <laughs> It's like, I know there's something rhythm in the name, but I didn't want to say that and have Steve steal it from me. My last hint was going to be that the name of the game also had the genre of the game in it. It was a bizarre touch-based rhythm game, but it was cute. I liked it. I'm sad they never made it. I would have never gotten there anyway, so. I got it. I think I got it in a humble bundle. (laughs) That was all. Yeah, I really liked it. Okay, we are going back. The last, well, two of the last three tracks are patron suggestions. And our next one comes from Dr. Johnny5. Um, this next game, in my opinion, gets the award for being the most obscure game on the list. But hey, maybe you guys have played it. By the way, with, with the half a point from Motocross, I am now only half a point behind you guys. So. <laughs> but since I cannot give so a half what? a point, it's actually we're all, th- all three of us tied on my screen. Those half points come in to play, let me tell ya. <laughs> can we have a volume upgrade? You can, I don't know if it'll help. The music isn't very musical. Electroplankton. <laughs> nope. Good <laughs> guess, though. I should do that. I don't know if we, it's possible to do that, to be honest. I'm sorry, Dr. Johnny. I know you didn't make this for this game, but this game sounds terrible. Uh-huh. This game had nice. odd music. I had trouble finding tracks for this one. This honestly sounds like just ambient music. Is this like an adventure game? Um, you know, I'm going to look this one up because I honestly have no idea what this game is. Uh, the only thing that's coming to mind uh, is Red, Red Steel. Steel and Red Steel 2. Damn, I dude. believe I believe this game is for the series because I got a lot of other results when I looked it up, but I'm not entirely sure of that either. Let me get some info for you guys. Oh, yeah, it's, a first right person, there it's a first-person shooter. Oh, great. So is it Very, Red Steel or Red Steel 2? <laughs> no, it's actually an N64 PlayStation and Game Boy Color game. Game Boy Color? This game has very different ratings based on who you ask. IGN gave it a 5 out of 10 when it came out, but MU Paradise currently gives it a 4.4 out of 5. So I guess it's not remembered fondly. It's How about not the world track? is not enough, is Already it? Already on my way. It is not. Multiplayer? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> Eugene. Now you know how. Now you know how Justin felt. So was it Justin that was the week Matt was here? I even tried to do I'm, my research, but I hey, I actually came prepared that week. Um, I'm pretty sure that this was never on the PlayStation, but is it Turok? It is not Turok, and just so you know, the Game Boy Color version was a top-down shooter. Um, the game came out in late 1999. Uh, it was a multiplayer game as well as a single player. Well, if it was on N64, it almost it definitely... For a second there, it sounded like Halloween. Right? Is it based on a license or something? Is it South Park? Not that I'm aware of. And you said it's a first-person shooter, not third-person, correct? On the on the N64, yes. It's a top-down shooter it's on the not, Game Boy. So it's not based on a license. 
Yeah, I can't think of It was a futuristic... Oh, it is based on a license. It's based on a comic book, actually. And it was developed by Acclaim. What license did you say it was based on? Comic book. Comic book. And it's not Turok. Oh, you're trying to be a sneaky stand. I, yeah, I, I, I got that too when I saw that smirk. <laughs> yes. You, Steve. It's not Turok. I didn't even know Turok was a licensed game. Spawn. Is it Spawn? Nope. Ugh. I'm telling you, I don't think you're going to get this one. I've never even heard of this game. I got one track left, so enjoy. I did mention it's a futuristic shooter, too, right? Okay, I'm going to Wikipedia. I'm just going to unload on you guys with some knowledge. Okay. It is based on a comic book from Valiant Comics. The game has two characters to choose from, Tony Lewis and Mira Lane. Each has a different starting weapon. Tony uses a slower but stronger gun than Mira. Mira uses a faster machine gun-like weapon, which causes less damage. Additional weapons can be picked up throughout the game. It can accommodate up to four players. And it is compatible with the Rumble Pack. The plot is a group of marines fitted with advanced (laughs) futuristic suits of armor protect Earth from an invasion of extraterrestrial spider-like beings. They protect the Earth by killing the spiders with their weapons. Is this Starship Troopers? Nope. I concede. I got nothing. Do, do we out. all surrender? I guess. I feel like when See, you say it, I'm going to kick myself. But I doubt it, question. dude. This game was called Armorines Project Swarm. I've heard of it, but... I, <laughs> I, never, I, I never would guess That's the game. Uh, give... Uh, Dr. Johnny Five a point, because you just got stumped. Well done, Johnny. All right, gents, two tracks left. This last one, well, this last viewer-suggested one comes from Kevin Bell. And away we go. Kevin Bell, who is not a familiar name. He's a he's a new patient. So I don't so I'm not sure what he digs yet. What do you think? (laughs) I will say this is also a rather obscure one, at least from my point of view. Then again, I wasn't big into Nintendo DS games, so I missed a lot of them. Okay, so there's her first clue. I also never owned a PSP, so. Is this Spore? It is not Spore. Do we have a new track? Um, probably. This one has a really cute name. (laughs) Probably. Cute Nintendo DS. Well, I wouldn't call the game cute. Remember, PSP? this game was also on PSP. 
again. Puzzle Some of us do this. This game. Puzzle Quest? Is this Puzzle is this? Quest? No, and no, it's not Final Fantasy, Steve. <clears throat> well, I was going to say Tactics. No, it's no Final okay. Fantasy. No, this game is a strategy shooter role-playing hybrid. Yeah. Strategy? Is it like Valkyria, Valkyria Chronicles? Did that ever come out on DS? It might have, but this is not it. Um, the game was developed by Sting Entertainment. It is the fourth episode in a series of games. The series being, I believe I'm pronouncing this right, Department Heaven. Got uh, not a limonada. All right, how about I play the last track and I read you guys the description? If nobody gets it, you just give up and go Boy, home. Our, our patrons are stumping us tonight. Our patrons are cruel and unusual, but they pay to ruin your guys' lives. So. All right. Blank is a strategy shooter role-playing game hybrid from Sting Entertainment in the fourth episode in the Department Heavy series of video games. It was released by Atlas in North America in June of 2009. They released a special edition of this game that I can't say because it has the original title in it. And it includes <laughs> a copy of Idre Union Will Never Fight Alone for the Game Boy Advance. Generally, the game is divided into three separate screens to set up. Uh, the, the tactic screen and the actual battle. The plot I... is the story in this game is told in both a forward and reverse fashion, with the relevation of past events, which happened at Castle Aventheim, being used to decide and explain the events of the present. The plot follows the player's Wisp and a Valkyrie, the former of whom recruits fallen knights as allies yeah. to battle against <laughs> yeah. monsters. I, I got nothing. I'm out! I'm out! Nothing. This game. I was, I was out when the description started. The, the curse this of game was Aveline. adorably enough called Knights in the Nightmare. Oh, oh my god! That game. I have heard of that. Yeah, it's got like right. some like chick on the cover or some with a big old sword or something like that. I the only thing I know so. about yes. the game, other than the title, is what Lucas just read to us off. Of this <laughs> 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 All right, what is the yep. final score now? It's like three to three to two and a half. Yeah. All right. Um, I have a game that I had in the event of a tiebreaker that I was going to play either way because I kind of like the first song. Um, this last one might be difficult. I would like to stick it out until one of you gets it, even if that means resorting to you guys jumping into your eShop. But let's see what we can do without that. And we will wait for Steven. I'm good. Because I don't. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, gentlemen. Fighting, so I might that be was a big distracted. plate of chicken, homeboy. <laughs> Toy uh, um, the black man has seen chicken. <laughs> oh god. I'm I'm hungry too, so don't even mess. <laughs> okay. Hide your watermelons and grape soda. <laughs> oh, 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 I am so fired. Yeah, you're gonna I have like to cut all of that out. <laughs> I'll just put the I'll just put the Pikachu sound effect. We just got some Pika and some Pika soda. I think that might make it worse. <laughs> you guys, it's a tiebreaker. <laughs>
Yeah, and Justin can win this too. He'll win by a half yeah, a point if he gets that's this. That's true. Whoever, whoever gets this wins. And this one came from Lucas. Yep. Rocket League. I chose it specifically for this song. It is not Rocket League. I really like it, and I, I know that it's not a Sonic game. It's not. So every time I say that, it's like Shadow's Great Adventure or something. Yeah, this is a Switch game, isn't it, Lucas? It is a Switch game. That'll be your first hint then. I was going to give you genre, but go ahead. It's a Switch game. Is this uh, Disc Jam? It's not Disc Jam. Ooh, I was going to be so mad. It's a little more obscure than that. Oh, is this your... Oh! Is this your Dangan Jungadan Bullet no, Hell game? No, it's not Don Maku <laughs> Unlimited. That game has a much more hard rock metal sound. Is that Gal Girls game or whatever it is? Nope. Is it a game that's out? It is a game that's out. In fact, it was a game that was on sale. Phantom convinced me to buy it for two bucks, which is why I got Oh, God. Why do I have this game? Oh, Camino? Why? Nope. What are the games I don't think the I've, two bucks? I don't think I've talked about this one, actually. I'm going to move on to the oh, next round. So, so needless to say, like a... needless to say, it's an indie game. Also, two might have been a gross generalization. It could have been five. I don't know for sure, so don't quote me on that. My Phantom? Phantom is trolling us again. From beyond the grave. <laughs> that was that whole track. Um, I was like, uh. This game is more of an artistic short than an actual game. Um, I guess it could also be described as something of a visual novel, but a oh! much more American take on the genre. Is it Night in the Woods? It's not Night in the Woods, but it's in that same vein where you spend a lot more time talking. Oh! Oh, 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 I know, I know, I know what it is. Oh, no, oh, no. I'm not so sure oh, you no. do because I just discovered it a few days ago. No, but I remember he, he, he said something about it in the Discord. He always tells us when there's sales. He said specifically that this is a game that you... Ah! Oh, my God. I'm going to be so mad. And unfortunately for you, there were two games he suggested that were on sale of this type, and I picked up one of them, so. I hope you all are enjoying my cat fight, Dan. How about another track? I've only got one more. This is like track number three. Well, actually, I have the whole soundtrack because I downloaded it for free, but most of the music is identical, so. Soundtrack was on Bandcamp, wasn't it? Yep. Is this Oxenfree? It's not, oh! but you are very close. Ah, it's that same fuck, type fuck, of fuck, game, fuck, dude. Uh, I don't even know what type of game Oxenfree is. Phantom! I don't I know do if you know guys have heard of this game. I do know that there's a totally missed um, uh, marketing opportunity by not bundling Ali Ali and Oxenfree. I know, I know. <laughs> I honestly thought they were sequels. Um... <laughs> So this game, I'm just going to get into some plot now because I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it or not. Um, this game takes place in kind of the future 
where robots have become sentient. You play as a robot on a subway, and you communicate with other robots as you attempt to solve a mystery. God. I, I, this, oh God, I think I remember the trailer for this. Is it like a kind of like a walking sim or like an adventure type game, you know, like where you're... You don't move your character at all. You spend the entire time sitting in a chair communicating with other passengers. Did you just say walking sim? <laughs> walking, like, that's that, a thing, that's, dog. That's kind yeah, of how a... I would describe Night in the Woods, actually. I mean, that's like the <laughs> yeah. only movement or you like, do is Or like Firewatch or something like that. What else I can do to help you with this? I want somebody to get this because I don't really have any other tiebreakers. The game was developed entirely by one person, I believe, Mike Bithel. It's available on Switch, PC, and iOS. I know I watched the trailer for this and as soon as somebody says it, it's going to piss me off. It's kind of a tongue twistery title. I think you guys are gonna get it. I think Rod I'm gonna have to find another tiebreaker. Roddy Bravo Reader. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys give up? Yes. I'll Gosh. go to YouTube and kill my connection speed. This game is called Subsurface Circular. Oh God! No, yep. Really got, nope. yeah. got nothing. Very interesting game. I recommend you guys try it out. Okay, well, that leaves us at like a two and a half way tie. We can't have that. So I'm just going to get some really quick, simple music and we're going to go it from there. I guess I'll pick something easy. First one of you that gets the game wins the whole freaking shebang. How's that sound? Oh! No, 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 no. Conker's Bed Fur Day? Nope. Donkey Kong 64? Donkey Kong 64! Holy you motherfucker! Oh, Steve won Nintendo. Steve won Nintendo. I'm like, oh my god, I know this. I would have known it better if it weren't all crackly and dragony, oh. but you know, hey, I had the right up. That's my advantage. <laughs> That's what you guys get for making me go to YouTube. Alright, I'm gonna go reboot Steve, wallow in your victory, and we'll hook up in like 10 Holy seconds. Holy shit. This is what I get for announcing that I was going to mute Steve. Congratulations, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Ay, ay, ay. All right. Well, Steve oh. is our winner. Congratulations, Steve. Where's my fireworks? You said you, you said you would have fireworks for me this week. <sighs> if I won. I won. Where's my fireworks? Oh, mistakes were made. That, Steve is that, the winner. Yeah. That is a... Never mind, I'm not going to say that one on air. Go and show <laughs> what you're worth. Make We're going to take a little break and oh, we'll be right back. Oh, oh, oh. as you shoot across the sky. Oh, oh, oh. 
All right, and we are back. I am the winner of Nintendo's, as oh, always. Shit. Oh shit! <laughs> no, no, no! I won. Um, I'm the winner. Nope, nope. Uh, of course, I'm the best, the greatest, the champion. <laughs> That's as it should. Like no one ever no, was. Steve fucking won. Good congratulations on your hey, goddamn that, that, Donkey that's Kong the, victory. That's my obligatory win for the year. <laughs> yeah, hey! Actually, that's true. You did that. Is that your first win for the year? Yeah, actually. Nice. nice I'm, ahead of, I'm ahead of Justin. Are you? I am. <laughs> I don't I have think not you've won, won yet. a single Nintendo's this year. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, you, I, that was the moment that Justin's soul <laughs> snapped into. <two. laughs> All right, well, um, if you want to submit a track for Nintendoons, you can too by joining us at the $2 level at patreon.com slash infendoradio. But that's not the section we're in. We're about to hit that question block. Um, we've got some questions. Um, Schnazzy1 was the first one to write in. If you want to write in with a question, you can too by going to patreon.com slash infendoradio. Um, why don't you take us away with our first question, Justin? Yes, and uh, by the way, the uh, question block is at the $3 level. Um, Correct. So if you want to uh, submit a question to us, uh, Schnazzy1 writes in with, uh, what's your craziest idea for Nintendo Labo? Um... And honestly, the first thing that I thought of when I read this question was, uh, you guys remember, crap, I can't remember the name, uh, Steel, I think Steel Battalion, that Xbox game with the gigantic controller. <laughs> Anyone no. remember that? I got yeah, nothing, dude, buddy. I had Steel Battalion. I oh had God. to get rid of it when um, I moved like the third time because that thing was like a tank. Like it was literally, it was huge. <laughs> literally like a tank. You controlled yeah. the tank, and um, yeah, I could totally see um, like a, a lab or a labo version of Star Fox where you have like the full cockpit in front of you or something like that, and all the buttons and switches and you know one of the joy-con is the control stick and all that yeah um, i would well, be I'll... so down for that actually oh. um oh sorry lucas i was let no. me just tack on here because you, I, I actually you. played um steel battalion and i was so so disappointed in the connect version that came out on the 360 like i knew it wasn't going to be like the same thing but i at least wanted it to be kind of half good and it wasn't it was terrible so yeah, give me that. Actually, sounds rad. Lucas, hit me. Okay, um, he said craziest, not best idea. So no. um, the Nintendo Labo is a giant package where you can assemble basically a two-story ferret climbing thing. <laughs> just <laughs> just mid-swing and dying. Um, so you've got tubes and wheels and stuff like that. You attach a Joy-Con to the collar that you wear, also made of cardboard, on your neck. You attach another Joy-Con <laughs> to your butt, preferably with a belt buckle, but you do you. And you run around, and you're a ferret. <laughs> that's the game. That's the whole, that's the whole game. I, 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 I can't follow that. Um, you just I, I don't know. Oh, and there's... And there's pineapples in the tubes, like in the game version, and you have to find all the pineapples, because otherwise, where's the game? I, I, I just have to throw out there that um, Eugene, having been the only one of us who has actually played 
Steel Battalion, I think that's crazy enough of an idea in and of itself. <laughs> Don't oh, you don't even want to know. Quite to but, the extent that Lucas took while, it. But. While you guys were talking about that, before that I was thinking cardboard dating sim, where you just cut out a cardboard Steve, girl or boy of you your choice, crazy and you date, you date them. You date Please, them. The you use the Joy-Con to caress their hair. From all right. the assault on our ears and minds. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you ready for this? I'm going to take you on a trip. Okay. Pokemon Lava. Hmm. Talk to me. Is it like Pokemon Snap and you throw Make the me. Pokeballs at the cardboard Charmander? Make yep. me yep. see it. Make yeah, me what, see what it. You do, what you do is you put Joy-Con because you can have like four, six, like two, four, six, eight, eight different uh joy-con attached to your switch at once right so you've got seven pokemon seven little cardboard pokemon and you chuck your uh, last joy-con at the pokemon <laughs> that can't I possibly lo- go I, badly yeah i love <laughs> it and i also feel like you would break a lot of like 35 dollar joy-con in the process <laughs> details it's a crazy idea that oh you know what they can do joy-con condoms That'll solve oh, that God. problem. And you, the next you, question. You put, you put the Joy-Con in the Pokeball. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't gone yet, Justin, and I want to go there. So, um, oh, no. tacking on to Lucas's dating oh, sim idea, no. that got me thinking of the dating game back in the day. So, in the dating game, you couldn't see the people that you were dating. So, that Ooh. immediately brought me to... Are you ready? Labo Catholic confessional. You <laughs> the ball and you put the switch there, right? But you can't really see anything on the switch. It's not really, I mean, because you can't see the priest, right? But you'll know if your sins have been forgiven by the HD rumble. Yes. So that, that, that soft I had no idea is, where you were going with that this, soft but the rumble is was forgiveness. Well worth it. That hard rumble, <laughs> that means you're going to hell. I like it. <laughs> I'm not going so I would have no idea what to do in the. I feel a little dirty <laughs> listening to this. Even more so than with Lucas's idea. <laughs> we could combine uh, Eugene's and Lucas's idea. I'd like to idea. point out. I'd like to point out that the person who proposed Joy-Con condoms feels dirty right now. <laughs> well, you got to protect your Joy-Cons. You don't it's want fair. them to get hurt. That's fair. I un- okay. Next question. Eugene, save our souls. Oh, this is going to save our souls? Oh, God. A minus question? Did, didn't we have should permission we start, to should we, start, should we start specifying that they have to be Nintendo-related no, questions? Absolutely not. We, they are oh, paying right. money. Get more creative with them, they, and then it'll be worse. They are paying <laughs> money for this tier. We want them to have the freedom to ask whatever their little hearts desire. And with that, the next question is... <laughs> All right, Minus64 asks, and you can too by going to patreon.com slash <laughs> Is it possible to slam a revolving door? Burning that timer there. It is. It is, you it is slam not. It, it is. You slam it into the person in front of you or behind you. <laughs> right. that, might be the, that might be the only the, way that it's you, possible You salvaged that argument. I was going to say the slamming is the door actually hitting the door jam, but... No, as the long slamming as it's did you something. just say? Did you just say slam jam? 
No, door jam. Thank you, Crickets. ma'am. Get on the floor and jam. <laughs> all right, <laughs> next. On the Crickets, Lucas. Girl, you We're got me in the zone. <laughs> Eugene, can you insert if I had any idea what right you were talking about after that? <laughs> just crickets. Uh, no, I, I need a soundboard. I, I was <laughs> I was going to agree with Justin um, right up until Steve said that you can slam it into another human being. That is a totally unacceptable way of slamming a revolving door. Mm-hmm. So I concur with Steven. Yes. <laughs> Eugene, would you like to weigh Do in on another? this one? Do I hear um, another? Okay. So... I have a proposal for you guys. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're what happens this. if... So hear me out here, guys. The, the revolving door has to lock at some point, right? So right. what happens if somebody locks the mechanism, slams the revolving door, it hits that locking mechanism, and then slams. Therefore, the revolving door slams. Am can I right, I, guys? Can I expand upon this? What happens when the lock when the locking mechanism fails and hits them in the face? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Why is everything coming around can to I, hitting people with doors? <laughs> can I expand upon this? What if Please. the door is inside of a two-hold straw, and you were to uh. slam the revolving door with the wind pressure? from the straw <laughs> then close the door and force it to but it, slam as it were so so it's in the uh two hold three prong straw right because i mean we the gotta infinite, make sure the infinitely hold straw yes that is yeah correct. the the two prong uh, straw or with the three prong straw it, with yeah, two holes yeah. correct <laughs> why do i think that this is gonna result what's in that i hear in the discord no, chat no, no. what's that i hear the sound of our timer going off <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, why don't you take us into the next question, please? Oh, why freaking don't I? Hey, look at that—a normal question While Eugene from goes Dr. Through Johnny puberty Five. In the middle of the show, <laughs> Dr. Johnny Five writes, "What new features would you want out of a new Animal Crossing?" Can I just say there are so many features I want out of a new Animal Crossing? Oh, it's so much stuff that I want. Um, more board like, games. What? What don't I want? Yeah, more board games, definitely. Uh, mobile mobile restrictions. I'd like to be able to buy things with actual money. Um, no, I want Animal Crossing to get, like, not not obviously literally Breath of the Wild, but I want it to get, like, that Breath of the Wild treatment. Like, I want to go into a town and have it be, like, really big and exciting. Like, Animal Crossing has always been kind of held back by the limitations of the original game. And every game has expanded upon that in, like, the smallest itty-bitty way. I want, like, legit, like, I go into my Animal Crossing town, and it is like a town. It is an experience. And, like, I get to spend time with my neighbors. I've had concepts where, like, you get to have, like, a roommate that lives on, like, your second floor. How I'd like to be able to, like, be an animal instead of being locked into being a person. There are things from Animal Crossing that I really want that will, like, never happen. But, like, oh, I want so much from Animal Crossing, man. But the thing I want more than anything... The feature I want more than anything is the ability to start an online town with other people. I would like to be able to create a town, yes. maybe separate from my own personal town, but create an Infendo town, and it has four player slots. And every one of us gets to live in the town and interact with each other at the same time <laughs> or at different times and go in, and it's like hosted on a cloud server or something. So like we all have access to it. Okay. And yeah, Justin, Justin, can, Justin, Justin can down can all go your goddamn screw- cherry trees. 
Justin can go screw up the town and chop down all the trees and bury dirty underwear in front of all of our houses. <laughs> and then Steve can come along and obsessively draw paneling on all the walls so everything looks perfect. Then Justin can come back Lucas. and screw it all up. <laughs> can we can we build a big old trench in this game? We can build a right, big old trench right in right front across of du- Justin's, Justin's front door, and so Dustin's. You know what? I, I big old trench. I'll be honest. With I want to tack onto this, Lucas, because that's exactly my want from Animal Crossing. Like, give me like yeah. it was great with the DS game and the Wii game, right? Where we got to go into other people's towns and interact that way. But like, there was limitations, like. You had to open the gate. So and then once you open the gate, people can come in. Like I want it yeah. so that I can see like a lobby of my people and say, Hey man, like come on into my town and they they yes. just see that my town is open or that I'm in, like you said, yeah. maybe that separate town and yeah. then everybody can come in. Like, yes, give it to me. Yeah, so, and I know this is probably sorry, Steve. You're fine. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say real quick, like, I know this is probably a pipe dream because it doesn't really exist with, like, the tech we have right now, but it would be even cooler if you didn't even have to be online to play. You could just have a town that's always online for yourself. Right. And, like, you could mm. set specific people with permissions to cut. Like, I trust yeah. you guys. It's like, you guys are my best friends, and you guys can come into my town even when I'm not there and, like, leave You guys are my best stuff. friends. Here's my friend code. Ex- right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, like, I'd, I'd like that kind of thing. Like, like a permission to come visit my town even when i'm not playing in it so like you guys can do what you want you know and like leave me surprises Ooh. right messages on the wall you know okay here's a thought i just had um, okay then steve <laughs> uh, <laughs> steve's fault for not talking yeah. um uh okay you know how the original animal crossing had the ability to play nes games okay yes. obviously with like virtual console and whatever the hell they're doing with classics on the switch we're probably not going to get that, but let. What about whatever virtual console games you have purchased or have Ooh. access to on your Switch are playable in game yeah. in cool. Animal Crossing? So, like, really we cool. could actually use Animal Crossing as a multiplayer lobby of sorts for like classic games. I really like that. So. Something interesting happened this generation. I got into online gaming because (laughs) I'm in the Infendo group. And if Animal Crossing was online, that one thing alone would be enough to push me into finally trying the series. I've never played an Animal Crossing game, even the 3DS one, even the phone one. But if we could get online and I had something I could share with you guys and even our listeners, that is something I can get behind. Yeah, and and so kind of tacking in on that, like, I think it would be so awesome to have the ability to, like, kind of, like, create our own market, you know, within our town, you know, like, set, like, the, like, okay, Lucas has opened up his shirt shop. It's called Designed by Animal Crossing. Designed by Lucas. Dude. Yeah, and then so like he goes in and creates all these shirts, he takes it to the shop, and he can set the price or something like that. Like give us some kind of interaction with the economy beyond I what we have had before. That dude. Oh. That's actually another thing. Like even if we're not talking like multiplayer, I would love to have like a job system in place or something. Sure. Or like a or like a better way of I'm not talking like a weird dating aspect like in Rune Factory, because that'd be weird with the animal mechanic. But like <laughs> a better way of like gauging your friendship level with your villagers. Because sure. right now it's very cut and paste, you know? It's very, oh, um, she likes me enough to give me her photograph, or like he doesn't like me very much, so he gets pissed when he talks to me. Like I'd like 
like more interaction. I'd like characters to not feel like the same five like cookie-cutter personalities, have a little more depth, have a little more, you know, character to them. So what I've gotten from from all of what Lucas has said is he has furry fantasies and he wants the next Animal Crossing to <laughs> cater to them. I want to be a cat and I want to date a rhinoceros. Okay, let, let's going back to um, the Schnazzy one question. I want an Animal Crossing dating sim labo. Let's go. <clears throat> Chester just sighed. Where's, where's, where's the cricket sound effect? We need to have that on a button. <laughs> I'm putting it on my fucking All right, phone. That, I will that just do it through my goddamn timer. microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that was our timer. Steve, take us away with Kevin Bell. All right. Um, Kevin Bell asks, what was the worst game you guys played last year? Not that you heard was bad, but actually played. He wants controversy. Um, <laughs> there is one and only one game that comes to mind with this question. It was Uno on the Switch. <laughs> we bought it. Garbage. We tried to play online. We got connected. We didn't get connected. We got booted. We deleted it. It was terrible. If I could That's ask fair. for a refund on that game, I would have got, what did we pay, like five bucks for it? Yeah. <laughs> I want my five bucks back. That'll buy me lunch. No joke. All right, I'm hmm. going to go next. And because he asked for controversy, so I'm going to fucking bring it. The worst game I played last year, and it was because of you, Lucas, was Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. <laughs> I knew it was going to be something that Lucas suggested. Well, that's me. funny, because I was going to say that the worst game I played was Illusion of Gaia, but you go ahead and stop. Oh, <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> and there's controversy. I mean, I could no, just actually, throw I... in the worst game I played was Monster Hunter Generations and complete oh, trifecta. <laughs> No, I actually have a legitimate um, answer for this question. Um, so um, I guess probably the worst game that I played last year, and and it might get a, be a little bit a little bit controversial, I guess, because we got it as a game from a for a review code, but um, that um, Brick Race game, man, that was probably <laughs> probably was on a... the bottom tier of the games that I played last year. That was. That was last year? I thought that was a couple of years ago. Oh, God, so, maybe it was. So, fun fact, um, actually, the worst game I played, I, I, I could say Uno with Steve. And I that think that was before be right we had too. the podcast back up. <laughs> um, Sorry. I, I could say Uno because that game was legitimately bad. But to be a little different, I played a couple of really bad um, games that we got as review codes as well. And I do feel a little weird saying that because, like, Somebody gave us yeah. a free game to play, but um, I'm, I'm going through my list of games I took off of my Switch, and the two that stand out for me are Serial Cleaner and Red mm. Game Without a Great Name. Mm. Um, I think the worst of those two, like those games, they both bored me. Red Game Without a Great Name was actually really disappointing because thematically, like the art style is actually really interesting and kind of a bizarre mechanical, almost steampunk thing with like a silhouette sure. thing where um, you don't actually see the character, you just see like the black outline and everything. But the gameplay is tedious and boring. You have an, a character that flies automatically from the left to the right. Um, you can touch the character and teleport it to a different area and you have to get to the end. That's, that's the game. Um, the problem with the game, the biggest problem with the game, 
is that it wasn't optimized for Switch or for any like console handheld experience. So for anyone who's right-handed, it means putting your right hand down and dragging and not being able to see where you're dragging to because your hand is in the way, because you're not playing with a stylus or a mouse or anything like that. Um, it felt lazy. It felt like kind of a cheap cash-in, personally. And that really bummed me out because, again, somebody gave us this game to review. Obviously, people put work into it. People deserve to be applauded for their game design. But I didn't like it, like, at all. And that is kind of reflected in my review on our website, actually. But that was probably my biggest disappointment. Fair enough. Well, we've got got uh, two seconds before our timer, so that's not <laughs> enough for anybody else to say anything else, motherfucker. Everybody so, else being just... That's fine, because I couldn't think of any truly terrible games I played last year. <laughs> no, maybe you just... The Arcade well, Mario know. Brothers. Yeah. Oh... Well, maybe uh, Jay-Z Beast's uh, question is more up to speed. Lego Worlds. I didn't like it. Sorry. Mm. Well, maybe Jay-Z Beast's question is more up to speed. Oh, sorry. I forgot I'd (laughs) taken that one. (laughs) Jay-Z B asks, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? 24 miles an hour. (laughs) um i'm gonna say it depends what time of year is it justin god you all suck what the (laughs) hell is an unladen swallow has no one in this group seen monty python and the holy grail no yeah but i was like two I gave the actual answer. If you go online, it is to approximately 24 miles an hour. Lucas, read <laughs> Phantom's question. Can you do that in per hour, Lucas? All. For um, everybody well, outside of the U.S.? Well, it's 11 meters per second. Justin, Justin, really, he's leaving the show after today. He's, he's like, Jay-Z <laughs> is rescinding his pledge. <laughs> Jay-Z um, he might be after you called him that. <laughs> For reference, gentlemen. Anyway, our final question of the night comes from Phantom. This is a big one, and this is going to take a lot of our time. So let's let's go about this democratically. Mm. A couple of ideas have come to mind lately of ways to change up Nintendo IPs. What do you guys think about these ideas as a way to mix up old IPs? Um... Can I just can I can I list one and then can we discuss it for a minute cuz there's like 5 of them here and it's going to be kind of hard to do it otherwise. So let's start with sure. a Pokemon MMORPG. I love it. I want it to be a thing. I would have so much fun with it as long as it doesn't replace my main Pokemon goodness. I'm totally on board. I'm with you on that one. Pokemon Go did a lot of things very similarly to that with the gym it's just takeovers the and whatnot. Sucked. But yeah, the combat is not good in Pokemon Go. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of have to agree with you on that. I like it. Um, I So I guess I'll jump in here. Um, how would I want to... Oh gosh, what do you guys think of the ideas of mixing it up? Obviously a Pokemon um, MMORPG, but honestly, I would take a... I know you didn't specify this, Phantom, but I would take, like, a Star Fox um, MMORPG. Like, give me, like, space battles 
and like everybody's in an R wing or something like that, and I think that that could be kind of rad. That would be yeah. Cool, um, I mean, they did. I'm sorry, I was in the chat. Did you read all five of the? Uh, examples no, we're doing them. Videos? We're doing them one by one. Okay, because I think that um, that he was just giving us suggestions, but we also throw our own ideas in there. Um, I, I just will think say <laughs> that um, one of his suggestions, couple of suggestions, I like the Breath of the Wild Four Swords idea. I've been saying since I first started playing Breath of the Wild, especially since I first got the whole map open, um, having other people, like other players in the world, would really spice up that game quite a bit. And I could definitely see basically going out on raids in a Breath of the Wild style game. Um, uh, all right. I, well, I already since... like the way the Breath of the Wild spiced up, you know, the the <laughs> Zelda IP, so... Since this is the way we're taking it, then let's just give out all of Phantom's ideas, and then we can comment on them all, I guess, in one go. A Pokemon MMORPG. Star Fox with classic space battles, but Mass Effect ground combat. Breath of the Wild Four Swords. Mario Football. Metroid Prime Open World Game. I love Pokemon MMORPG. Star Fox with classic space battles, but Mass Effect ground combat. We kind of already got something much less complicated than that, but similar to that with Star Fox. I'm going to put a twist on that. Star Fox with classic space battles, but like Gears of War, Grand Theft Auto, like cover-based third-person shooter style ground combat. That could be fun. Yeah, honestly, Star Fox Assault um, was pretty close to that for me in that it gave us some semblance of ground combat. Obviously, it was like GameCube era, so it was a lot simpler. But yeah, I'm totally on board with that. As long as I still get to fly around in a spaceship, (laughs) I love Star Fox. Uh, Breath of the Wild Four Swords, not really that interested. Um, I'd rather just get like an MMO, honestly, if we're going to do Breath of the Wild. Uh, Mario Football, I don't like football. So any other Mario sport would be more welcome than that. Give me Mario curling. Give me Mario freaking frisbee golf. Give me any any Mario sport. Um, Metroid Prime open world game. I don't Hockey. like Metroid Prime. So so I don't really Nintendo, want an open world game. Nintendo hasn't touched hockey in like decades. Can we get a Mario hockey game? Yeah, that's true. You know, I will say though, in regards to the Metroid open world thing, if it's like... If it's like a Breath of the Wild-style Metroid game, that could actually be a lot of fun. My biggest problem with Metroid Prime is that I don't like how the 3D works with like the backtracking and the collecting items and that Metroidvania style of gameplay. If that's not a feature sure. and I just get all my crap up front like I do in Breath of the Wild, I might enjoy a Metroid open-world game more. Because it's basically just sci-fi Breath of the Wild at that point, and that might be a lot of fun. Like, I, otherwise, I could go for that. Yeah, like if yeah. it's like Breath of the Wild, but I have to get items and backtrack and a lot of stuff is cut off at the beginning, that sounds really tedious and hellish, but I could be in for just some fun shooting Metroid-y stuff. Yeah, and you know, you just made me realize what one of the things I did not... the One of the things I didn't like about Metroid Prime was the backtracking. Metroid Prime seriously needed a warp function of some sort where after nice. you get your key item you can warp back to the ship <laughs> so i realize I, that's kind of anti-metroid but at the same what, time yeah. what about 3D, a linear metroid the, game the 3d aspect 
We had two of those, actually. It was called Metroid Other M and Metroid Fusion. And they were both great. I love Fusion. I yeah, they know, was great. No, seriously, Linear Metroid actually works really well, Steve. Um, well, yeah, but like, I, mean, like, I mean like a 3D zero, one, though, because we haven't had that yet. Zero well, Mission kinda, is my favorite Metroid game, and that's pretty well, linear. kind of and, with Other uh, M. Uh, Again, we kind of did with Other M. Other M was pretty linear, too. But no, I totally get what you're coming from. Like, linear works well with Metroid. As much as Metroid established, like, that backtrack and Metroidvania-style gameplay, like, I actually really like linear Metroids. I think they work well. It just is like a shooter game, so. And I think there are too many other, especially indie developers, who have, like, taken that that concept and run with it to the point where when when metroid does it it's not novel anymore i mean it's still good yeah. i mean you know samus returns is still good but you know there are a hundred other games like it now maybe metroid does need to take a different sure. take a different path to differentiate it so i i've got it guys i know the <laughs> crossover the that's gonna make everybody a million dollars so Nintendo, get fucking ready. We, Nintendo has the best, honestly, like out of anybody, the best wealth of <laughs> And characters. our time is up. <laughs> well, Sorry. hear me out here. They have like the best wealth of characters amongst basically anybody, right? Like first party or otherwise. So um, what came to mind all of a sudden was a game that is basically that, just a mashup of characters. Why don't we get like a Nintendo Dota type game where it's, um, you know, that that type of game, um, though, what are those called? MOBAs? The MOBA type genre is pretty freaking popular. And like, I think that would be really cool to like, okay, Mario has this certain set of um, characteristics, whereas Samus has this certain set of characteristics, right? And then I I think that could play very well. Um, Honestly, if you give me. Like, like, yeah, I've never played it either. I don't know if it's my genre of choice. But if you give me any game that isn't Smash Bros, where I can, like, put all my favorite Nintendo characters in and, like, mix and match a team up, and, and like, I'm Amiibo. sold. Like, yeah, like, with or without Amiibo, like, I'm totally sold with that. Just put all the Nintendo characters in one game, and it could be a freaking walking simulator, and I'd buy it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not into MOBAs, but I know they're huge. Like, we talked about League of Legends earlier in that commercial, but, like, for real, like, le- games like League, yeah. of Red- League of Legends, games like League of Legends and Dota 2, they're amongst, like, the most popular games around, you know? So, like, imagine yeah. if Nintendo released a free-to-play MOBA with Nintendo characters and you could have to, like, pay $1.50 to unlock Ganondorf or Tingle or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I might pay $1.50 to unlock a lot of fucking characters, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, uh, so. Jay-Z brings up another good one, too. Smash Warriors. I would ooh, play the ooh, shit ooh. out of that. Yeah, it's... It's only a matter of time. Like, it's got to be a thing that's coming. Because, like, we've had Zelda, we've had Fire Emblem. Like, it's time for the, oh, the whole want... collection. Well, and it, it could support every Amiibo ever done. Because, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I want that game now. Yeah. What would the story be for that? Who cares? Doesn't even. Who cares? Doesn't even ma- Dude, have you, <laughs> played a, have you played a Dynasty Warriors? It's like, or Hyrule oh, Warriors, the heroes, for that matter? The heroes oh, I played have Hyrule arrived. Warriors. That was the pretty heroes have there. arrived at like the evil villain, and then time stops, and now they have to kill him, so time can start again. It's that well, simple even, and stupid. <laughs> even Hyrule Warriors had portals and stuff. But, yeah. you know. Yes, right. I want that game. Sorry, Jesse, I'm stealing your answer. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Well, we've made it to the end of the question block, and that actually takes us to the end of the show. We kind of ran long today, what with the roundtable discussion, but I think that's okay. Um, we're going to table the change of system until next week, so be ready for that. But yeah, other than that, we are ready to get out of here. Thank you one and all for joining us. Um, thank you especially for our patrons. Um, if you haven't heard before, you can join us too by going to patreon.com slash radio. And you can join us at, a, at any number of tiers. But the most important thing is that there is a giveaway this month. And you can win three boxed amiibos from the Kirby franchise. Right, Lucas? Uh, actually, two of them are Kirby. One of them is a blue yarn Yoshi. Eh, close enough. Um, the, <laughs> and then, yeah, they're all boxed. They're all pristine condition. We'll send them out to you if you're the winner. So um, do that if you, um, if, you, um, if you would like to win that. On that note, too, a much smaller giveaway that we're doing that ends this Friday at uh, 6 Mountain Time, 8 Eastern <gasps> Time, whenever oh, Pacific Time. You said no. Um, I got my hopes up. Um, But yes, ending Friday evening after I get off work, we're giving away a $10 eShop card. All you have to do to participate is follow us on Twitter and retweet our tweet. Um, We have like a hundred and something people retweeting it right now. Thank you to everyone who's participating in that. One of you is going to win. And if you're listening to this, we have another one to give away like next week. So keep following us because we want to give you guys money. So yep. that's a thing. So feel free to jump on our Twitter. We've been retweeting the crap out of that tweet. It should not be difficult to find. Yeah. Right. Awesome. All right. Well, um, we are going to get out of here. But before we do, where can we find you this week, Steve? Um, you can find me at Gentis1 on Twitter. You can find my doppelganger at Gentis4 on Twitter. <laughs> um, and I've personally been working on bringing back the Nintendo Fever Twitter account to get it ready for when we get the website live and for when the Nintendo Fever podcast comes back. So if you see a lot more from Nintendo Fever, you can follow me there as well. Um, and that's just at Nintendo Fever. Awesome. Very nice. Justin, where can we find you this week? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Justin. Uh, my gaming info is there. I'm going to leave it at that because I've been lazy. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I uh, do have a review for a game um, on Infendo.com. So uh, head there for all the latest news and reviews. But especially mine because <laughs> I'm lazy and I don't write very much. There's <laughs> actually a good review too. I read that today before we got on there. Awesome. So, Lucas, where can we find Hugh? Oh, God, every week it gets better. Um, (laughs) If you want to find me one place, go to hughadventure.com. That is my Patreon page. You don't have to be my patron. I also try to post little updates and snippets and stuff there. I got a lot of stuff to put on that Patreon page very shortly and will be posting very shortly. I've been working... I'm, I'm... for those of you who don't know, I'm working on a game called Hue Adventure in my spare time. Um, I've been working on the third level, just kind of getting some of the basic mechanics in place. It's going to have a lot to do with light and disappearing platforms and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to get some stuff out there so it's worthwhile for my patrons from last month. I'm also trying to work my butt off for next month. But I love you guys for supporting me. The tiny group of patrons I have is amazing. You're all fantastic people. Um, that's probably the most important place you can find me. 
The only other place you could find me is on Infendo's YouTube, but I have been very bad about making Let's Plays since I got this new job. That will change at some point, but right now I'm just kind of focusing on other things. So that's a that's a thing. Uh, guys, I just wanted to uh, pause and, and let you guys know that we have officially reached 666 followers. Yeah. Oh, nice. And the Dark and Lord can nice. begin his precious... <laughs> and I made sure to take a screenshot. And this is, and this is after... Uh, that Labo conversation we had earlier. We're getting struck down when we leave our asses. Oh, boy. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm setting up the Labo Catholic confessional as we speak. Can we get a Labo um, lightning rod? I might have to talk to Peeve Steacock and get him to follow us just so we can bring that up to a nice anti-satanic 667. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Peeve already following us? I don't think so. He's following each of us individually, but last I talked to him, he's not following the oh, he's Nintendo. A, he's a shit. He's a dick. I don't like that. Well, guy. yeah, he's he's the opposite of you, so he has to be just a huge ass, you know. <laughs> All right, guys, um, you can find me on Twitter at Infendo Eugene. You can find everything that Infendo is doing at Infendo on Twitter. Don't forget to go to Infendo.com where you can do a number of things, and you. You should join our Discord. There's a couple of links there where you can join us directly. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube from there. You can also join us on Patreon by joining, uh, or I'm sorry, by visiting Infendo.com. So make sure to do that as well. Heck, and you with can go to the said, merch shop. <laughs> oh yep. yeah, and I, yeah. With that, we got said, a lot also, of places. <laughs> with that said, you can go to the merch shop designed by humans slash shop slash infendo but the easiest way to do it is going to infendo.com and clicking on the merch shop link and you can grab buy a cool looking mug or a hoodie or I you need know, a, I need a shirt it's getting hot I already have talk. a cool looking mug <laughs> I, I, I need to order myself a mug actually that's one thing I am lacking but yeah go to our merch shop as well and you can you know support us throw us a few bucks um, that way and then at the same time acquire some cool merch all right, guys, but that's it. That's all we've got. We've made it to the end, and I was the winner of Nintendoons, so I'm oh, really shit. feeling good about that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Where's my fireworks, Eugene? <laughs> all right, guys, until next week, we love you, we love you, and thank you. Goodbye. Peace. And we love you. Peace.